पथे बार नमो सती पथे हमे बच्चना पथे बार नमो सती पथे हमे बच्चना जनश्रुते नान मते मनोरथे रथी कना Greetings everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of Material Analysis, the podcast. Today's episode is called "Which Side Are You On?" and it is going to be about the ongoing strike of doctors and medical workers in the TMC ruled state of West Bengal. We have one new panelist with us today, Comrade Bella, and we have Comrade Pramod. And your host is. me chandu by the way before we go any further i think one thing i should make clear um and our and the panelists will also give like one line each mm-hmm. i am in complete solidarity with the strikers and uh, we are leftists on this podcast in in various fashions and i think that should be uh, that should be like clear from the start uh, what mm-hmm. do you guys think I I agree um I am in solidarity with any workers who strike particularly in public healthcare because um we should be very sort of realistic about the state of public healthcare in India and the kind of conditions that most doctors particularly junior doctors there work in so in solidarity with the workers with of course uh within I'm willing to dialogue and discuss and debate about how much more to expand the scope of the demands or uh what the strike should move on towards and so on and so forth so that is always is an ongoing question um, set of ongoing questions and um and and what we should be working towards but yes in solidarity with strikers okay i i'm like completely in solidarity with the strikers considering i have family and friends who are on strike so i should like put that out full disclosures so the reason i said that and it might sound weird to some of our uh, listeners is that there's a considerable section not of leftists but more like liberals and progressives and sections of ambedkarites especially a lot of north indian progressives and people who are not from bengal who have raised a lot of objections to the strike on various grounds and we would be in today's episode dissecting those objections because i don't think a lot of those objections hold water as comrade pramod just said his families and friends are part of it uh, comrade bela and i we are going to ask him questions and let him have the mic today um so not i would like time, but yes yes um, not not all so uh, we would like to begin by comrade pramod could you give us like uh, in detail exactly what happened what were the sequence of events okay so sometime last week uh, there was this incident where an 82 year old man from uh, this locality in calcutta called tiljola um he was brought in for treatment at nrs uh, nilratan sarkar medical college and hospital uh, he happened to have, he was being treated by a doctor by the name of dr jana and he happened to have passed away in the hospital now the patient party alleged that this was due to negligence on part of the junior doctor what happened soon after was that from the locality a mob of 200 people some of whom came by truck came and got into a fight with the doctors and uh, the junior doctors in nrs and in the process uh, the target was obviously dr jana in the process uh, uh, 
doctor by the name of Puriwaho Mukherjee, he had his skull smashed in and he went into coma and he's still, he was battling for his life. He's now been stabilized, but he's still in hospital. Uh, full extent of those injuries will not be known until later. After that, soon after that, the junior doctors in NRS uh, declared that they were going on strike and soon enough, all the other medical colleges and hospitals in Calcutta decided to join in the strike. And soon after that, doctors from and medical professionals from other parts, you know, senior doctors from the private sector, etc., all of them decided to show solidarity with the strikers. Uh, the basic demands of the strikers are that, and one thing that people need to understand here is that violence against medical professionals, especially in public hospitals, is not something new. Uh, this has been happening for a while. It happens across various states. It happens across all of South Asia, actually. Um, this has been happening for a while. Uh, what was extremely disturbing about this particular incident is that there was a mob of 200 who were literally coming in via trucks and the police actually stood by and did nothing. And in fact, the when the police did get involved, they also beat up a few doctors. What happened is, instead of responding and meeting the doctors on the very next day when the strike was called, the chief minister of West Bengal, Mamata Banerjee, who is incidentally also the health minister of West Bengal, uh, she did not meet the strikers. She instead went and inaugurated a new five-star hotel. And she uh, and the state administration did not take cognizance at all. Five arrests were made, whereas the doctors were demanding that uh, everyone caught on CCTV uh, be arrested. And but only five. And there's also been talks that you know even these five arrests that are being made are like token arrests, etc. The main perpetrators are not being arrested or brought, uh, brought in front of court. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also been a demand that to increase security in these public hospitals or bringing some sort of protection for these junior doctors, nurses, etc. So. And as of today, there has kind of been a tussle between the doctors, nurses, etc. on strike and the state <coughs> administration. There has been, a, the, although emergency services are active across West Bengal, normal service, OPDs, etc. have been closed. And uh, except in NRS where emergency services are also closed, in all other hospitals and all other medical colleges, emergency services are still open. Mm. So that is where the situation is today. So I guess the question I have to ask is, I mean, because there is a lot of debate about the fact that this issue may be communal or casteist or whatever it is. Can you also clarify what you know about the caste and religious locations? Okay, so the patient party essentially were Muslims mm -hmm. from Jola, Bihari, Bihari from mm -hmm. Jola. Mm -hmm. uh, the doctor, the doctor who was treating them, um, Dr. Jana, who is from uh, a community that is considered OBC in West Bengal. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some debate about this, but that's not the topic of discussion. Right. Uh, the person, the doctor who was actually, who actually had his skull smashed in, he's Puriwa Mukhupadda, so I mean, he's a Brahmin. Mm -hmm. uh, right after the incident in um, NRS, there was the very next day when the strike was called, there were attacks upon doctors in Bordhaman Medical College, uh, actually mm -hmm. medical students in Bordhaman Medical. Mm -hmm. And those attacks were carried out by Hindus. So, I mean, this issue is yes. not a communal issue. And in fact, there have been attempts to put a communal narrative on this by both the BJP who have basically fixated upon 
the identity of the attackers at NRS as being Muslim. Right. And by the TMC who have tried portraying the entire strike as a strike motivated by communalism. Mm-hmm. And the chief minister made statements to the effect that Hindu doctors were refusing to Muslim patients, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the doctors on strike had categorically denied this. In fact, when uh, the BJP president, um, um, sorry, the BJP, uh, one of the BJP leaders, Mukul Rai, his son went and tried like, you know, hijacking the strike. Mm-hmm. They actually kicked him out of NRS. So mm-hmm. I think that's relevant here. Uh, as for doctors in and junior doctors in general, uh, if you are looking at the uh, caste and class composition, there are Muslims, there are OBCs, there are SCs, there are STs involved in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, right after the Bordoman incident, there was an incident in National Medical uh, you know, Hostel of National Medical College, where basically uh, certain miscreants had uh, tried setting the hospital on fire. And they attacked, they managed to attack a room, it was contained, but the room they incidentally attacked was one that was being occupied by a Muslim medical student. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like this. Yes, issue, uh, we like this is something that needs to be made very clear to our listeners that uh, this is a doctor issue. This is very specific to a profession. Uh, this goes across religious and caste boundaries, no matter what. TMC and BJP are trying to make of it. Another thing that I should point out here when you're talking about this being an issue that affects people across doctors and nurses, etc., across class and caste lines. If we do talk about caste and class, especially caste in regards to this, one thing is that if, in general, with regards to violence against medical professionals, considering this discourse around merit in India, if patient parties get to know that a doctor, the treating, the doctor in charge of the patient, etc., is from a marginalized community, etc., they automatically assume that that person lacks merit. It also happens mm-hmm. with women doctors. Mm-hmm. And they tend to get more aggressive with them. So, I mean, like, this issue, if at all, if you want to look at a caste angle to this, this issue disproportionately does affect doctors and nurses etc from marginalized categories than it does from people with elite backgrounds it so right. happens and, and hence i think that we need to also sort of like this this joins to the point that there are people who stylize themselves liberals and progressive who are saying that all of these doctors should be jailed that these people are on the side of oppressors and they are they are wrong and there is another thing that I've noticed is that also the the easy assumption that the doctors are all Savarna, you know, privileged brats and that the patient party in this case was Bahujan. So this it, there's a communal angle to this that the state authorities, I mean, different political parties are giving. But there's also the liberal um, claim that, you know, the Savarna doctors are the ones protesting and therefore not worthy of sympathy. And Bahujan patients are facing uh, tremendous grievances because of, you know, losing family family members due to medical negligence and so they're reacting out of anger you know Um, and so I feel like the profiling of of caste has also been tremendously one-dimensional because we do know that um, you know if you're an OBC or SC or ST doctor if you're a female doctor um, when you are for instance of medical negligence the kind of abuse that you face is often vicious the the profiling seems to be even even in the rhetoric of progressive seems to be that these are privileged doctors who will end up doing private practice who are you know 
uh, only in government hospitals for these brief stints. Uh, whereas the the patients who are always you know feudal and come coming from villages, uh, very often seeking you know because who accesses you know uh, treatment in government hospitals? The assumption seems to be that these are mostly OBC or SCST patients, and they are the ones who who lose their temper and are often. Uh, and, the, at- and the question is like yeah. like regardless, and I'm going to say this very categorically. Regardless of social location, all workers are eligible to a safe working environment and have the right to organize and strike. Right. That is plain, and anybody who opposes that is on the side of oppressors, regardless of their social location. If you are siding with violence against a worker, or and you are asking for the state to do violence against the striking doctors who are asking for a safe working environment. then it's you who are the oppressor anybody relying on state repressive apparatuses relying on the police or military to come in and i mean those are always ugly situations and they those should never be i mean they're literally a last resort to prevent more mass violence and by the time they get involved things the situation usually tremendously ugly so i feel like getting you know getting people arrested or getting the state to come in and um, jail people up is never a good solution uh, for for most situations except out outright violence. right and i think that that's i think we should be careful about you know demanding that as when when there are when there's a peaceful worker strike going on asking the state to be involved and militarizing it or whatever is is just terrible if you're looking at uh, doctors junior doctors the house staffs and in, in interns right you have to look at how much they're being paid they're being right. paid something on the level of from 23000 ish for house staff and 26000 for interns now this is generally less than that of um, okay and this is by the way specific to state uh, state medical colleges and hospitals right the central pay scale is a bit higher uh, this kind of pay scale is very very similar to what people get when they get a net fellowship in fact it's kind of it's sort of less than that considering net fellowships are also get some additional benefits in terms of housing allowance now secondly the profile of these people who are coming in and joining the medical profession is also similar to that of people doing phd's etc so this is not very different this kind of thing is not very different and you will see the same kind of caste composition etc in this uh, speaking from personal experience and certain personal background a lot of uh, people from marginalized castes etc actually you know do join these professions as a means of you know uh, social mobility because right. like the nrs for instance does have reservation right in fully implemented reservation from what i'm yeah, aware yeah, yeah. right it's a state institution it's right. a state institution it has uh, scst obc reservations but that and we'll find that provided that there will be scst obc people coming in through the general category as well it's right. not like the right. that it's exclusively savarna yeah. now uh, keeping all of this in mind and you also have to understand that everyone who joins the medical profession is not necessarily from elite bourgeois you know upper middle class backgrounds yes obviously just like any other uh, discipline there is a bias towards that and that you know is a function of the kind of meritocratic quote unquote meritocratic education that's, system that's that a function have. of i would say all academy and not in particular medical academy yeah, yeah. like it's, it's right. there everywhere uh the thing is that uh, now there have also been complaints that are coming from some sections that basically these doctors on strikes are leading to disruption of normal medical uh, you know procedures etc 
that you know that are causing great inconvenience to the general public etc considering yes it's true doctor uh, medical services are essential services but there are other essential services as well for instance the transportation sector and just as you know this does cause inconvenience sometimes even life threatening inconveniences to the general public strikes mm-hmm. in the public transportation sector also have a similar effect Mm. that does not mean that when that is precisely the point of a strike the point of a strike is essentially to cause disruption and force the government or the employers etc to come and meet to the negotiation table based on that if you are saying that this is causing disruption yes that is precisely the point of a strike and mm. this kind of thing if our strike to be effective it has to be disruptive on that scale and that is exactly what happens even in for instance uh, railway worker strikes or strikes that are conducted by bus conductors and bus drivers uh, on the point of disruption uh, there are some news coming out on some people having died some kids having died how much uh... okay so it's difficult to attribute a lot of this to i mean like you know this just goes around in the thing how much can you attribute it to actual uh, you know absence of a certain medical service etc is questionable but at the same time it is possible and it is it is very very plausible that this is also happening however this also happens during public transportation strikes for instance people need to come in from say let's say in west bengal from need to come in from rural nodia to calcutta suddenly there is a bus strike etc they are not being able to come in for an essential service that case also happens and these kind of this kind of news is generally spread by the administration with the precise effect of demonizing strikers that you know you're causing great even mortal injury to the public mm-hmm. and this is something that happens when I mean, you have to reiterate happen in the case of any strike in any essential sector does that mean that dismiss strikes in general no because unless the government comes to the table and it ensures safe working conditions unless it actually invests more in public health care these kind of things will happen and ultimately the thing is people cannot be expected to work in situations where they are not entitled decent working conditions this is something we need to make very clear you are not entitled to somebody's labor even if it is life saving labor you are not entitled to it workers don't use that as a weapon in usual circumstances collective bargaining is a weapon which is not used often in fact i would say in india it's not used as much as it should be and only when class war reaches a point where there is really no other solution it's used as a weapon to bring the state to the negotiating table at that point you have a choice to make which side are you on are you on the side of the worker or are you on the side of the uh, of the employer or the state or even the status quo yeah which is generally oppressive from this point of the state doing shenanigans i want to ask comrade pramod a very specific question what has been the attitude of tmc in particular and mamata banerjee as chief minister when it comes to strikes demonstrations protests against her etc in the last few years okay so prior to coming to power uh, mamata banerjee and trinamool congress had a reputation as being a party that calls a lot of bans and calls a lot of strikes for a and they were very very active uh, in calling strikes against the cpim government at that time among after they came to power they immediately decided that bond culture was bad so it's got a it's a complete 180 degree turn right after and 
since that time they've been coming down pretty hard on strikes and pretty hard on bans like i but don't think there has been a successful ban ever since they actually came to power mm-hmm. and every time they've uh, been faced with strikes etc uh, even from like i mean like this is this is kind of new with the doctor strike but they've generally been working class strikes they've come down very hard on them and they've tried uh, they've engaged in strike breaking tactics throughout mm-hmm. so there is the there might be some people and i know that there are some people on the internet out there who are basically saying things like the trinamool congress is a very pro worker pro subaltern party that is not the case i mean like yes they that is nonsense like who is saying no, no they do their welfare populism that almost every kind of indian uh, party does but if you are saying that whether they've been encouraging of uh, workers rights unionization etc they absolutely have not been and they've actually tried cutting unions and i know for a fact for instance even among student unions etc that they've been very very anti organizing in that sense in any any form of collective bargaining they're very very against it and they've taken measures both legal and extra legal uh, with people associated with the tmc today to break these steps for instance uh, poribos family the doctor again to repeat myself the doctor who was injured right uh, poribos family uh, was threatened and basically they got calls from uh, asking them to speak in favor of the government which they went and reported to the general body meeting in nrs and uh, essentially uh, that's the kind of these are the kind of tactics that they used to break up strikes then you know you know basically asking people to cross basically cross the picket and you know um, using tactics of intimidation and you know misinformation that's been happening a lot uh, of spreading rumors trying to scandalize uh, spreading scandals etc like in this case what they've tried doing is they've tried demonizing the strikers by saying that this is basically a bjp plot they've said that these strikes are being done by biharis and hindustanis didn't say it in as biharis are hindustanis but they basically use the word bohiragato which basically means outsider so basically this strike was being instigated by people from outside bengal Uh, even though all the parties the majority of the parties involved in you know i mean like majority of the people who were attacked etc were bengalis themselves but i mean like leaving aside when it, you know she's been using a mix of xenophobia a mix of this that etc playing to different sentiments she's been trying to paint it in a communal brush by saying that uh, basically B, the bjp is instigating these strikes and they're saying that uh, hindu doctors are refusing to treat muslim patients whereas that's not the case and in fact in subsequent cases and in previous cases there have actually been hindu uh, patients who who basically beaten up uh, doctors and this is the kind of thing that they generally do they don't generally apply asthma because they know for, because this is something i don't know how much this applies in other states but uh, there is a culture of protest and striking that has been because of strong leftist movements in bengal there is a culture of protest and strikes and if you actually start arresting people on the basis of protest and strike that tends to cause a massive problem so uh, on that note i would like to ask you about you know so like i said there are a lot of people who have been asking questions that where was the ima when dr kafil khan was hounded where was the ima when dr uh tadvi was basically persecuted by her colleagues and she she committed suicide um 
and i think this is a pertinent question and needs to be answered but i also think that it's not very relevant to the doctors at nrs comrade uh, pramod what do you have to say okay so let's put it this way uh in let's let's ignore the uh, nationwide protest regarding the rohit vaimuna suicide but there have been other cases and we read about such cases all the time cases about rajni krish in jnu najib ahmed's disappearance from jnu uh and often the allegation is that various student groups did not agitate concerning these issues as much as they should have tomorrow if say the central government says that they're going to be cutting the number of net fellowships and there is going to be a protest against that definitely we should all be supporting that. but what many should we be like going tomorrow and saying that you know okay so you did not come out for najib you did not come out for rajni krish and many such other cases and therefore your protest is invalid and i think that the, the that's the kind of logic that's being applied here that you know since these doctors did not address the case of pail tadvi and they did not address the case of kafil khan that somehow this invalidates the protest that is happening today so i think i mean like you could say that about any sort of protest actually because let's face it that you know doctors much like uh, any other community i mean many other profession they're not distance from society there are problems of classism casteism elitism sexism racism that affects the medical profession it affects people in engineering it affects people in the liberal arts this i think is a many example of many a certain kind of righteousness that has evolved many in social media but which does not do any kind of self reflection at all because if we actually reflected on this even a little bit we would understand that all of us are complicit like in this kind of upholding this kind of system and i think that's this is a systemic issue these issues of casteism and classism and elitism these are very very systemic and sexism these are very very systemic issues that affect all i can think of like a bunch of things that you know that have come up regarding academia because i know some of these people who are actually making these allegations are in academia themselves but these allegations have been made within academia itself and which have gotten a lot of attention over the past few years and tomorrow if suppose something happens in academia and there's a protest every one of them will actually go and join and support the protest so if these people are making these allegations i want them to basically reflect on that a little bit and think of where they're coming from and you know if tomorrow something like this happens with them where they're out striking or protesting etc whether you know they'd apply that same sort of discourse to themselves because and like i said this issue this issue of safety for medical professionals is not just something that affects upper caste people and this is not just an upper caste issue it's an issue that affects doctors nurses etc from all sections of society uh, just to add to what comrade pramod was saying i think one one aspect i mean the ima in particular i think has come under some fire because of what happened with dr tadbi's death um, and because they were particularly lax in in acknowledging that casteism is a problem within medical institutions and particularly among senior and junior doctors um, and of course uh, i think the current state inquiry into her death has also now concluded that there was no casteism it's just ragging right um, so i think i'm a little sympathetic with dalit ambedkarites who are who are doing the whataboutry because i feel like it's coming from a place of genuine grief that you know um so many of their uh, so many members of their community become expendable in this process but when um you see a sort of predominantly savarna face whether or not the entire uh, doctors um 
the sort of the doctor's body striking is Savarna or not, um, they're less inclined to be sympathetic. So I, I get where that's coming from. But at the end of the day, I, I also want to say that we are very much in a time of protest culture where the difference between a strike and a protest seems to be very much muddied. Um, a strike is, you know, immediate. It's meant to address immediate demands. It's meant to address economic grievances and working conditions. It's not, uh, uh, strikes are not about long-term systematic change. And I think confusing that a, what a strike is and what a protest is, is something that uh, social media does not, you know, help the case of because it, it tends to be very reactionary and people are very quick to want to take sides. Um, and, and much of the criticism, for instance, for the doctor strike has been that, you know, the demands are so limited in terms of what they envision. They want, you know, essentially more security and more protection in the workspace without actually uh, challenging the conditions of work in that workplace itself. Uh, and I disagree because I, I believe those demands can be expanded by by more sort of grassroots initiatives, uh, doctors organizing once a certain demand has been met and so on. So I feel like seeing this as, you know, why did they not strike or why did they not protest? You can't strike over uh, what, what issues are considered to be internal, right? How structural casteism affects fellow doctors. That cannot be an issue that you strike over. Strike is essentially tied in with your working conditions. You can certainly protest about those things and protests are meant to address long-term structural change. So that confusion also, I think, is, is simply not helping at this point because we're so quick to judge each other and run in and say, you did not do this for us or you did not stand up for Kafil Khan and so on. So NRS in its particular situation, I think, is, is not familiar to most people. So to say that Nair hospital people and, you know, NRS and the entire government healthcare system is, is all on the same page is, is deeply flawed. It ignores some very basic ground realities. And it, it of course, doesn't, it, it wants to pretend that the larger issues are the only thing that matter, you know, and, and that's completely a misguided uh, accusation. Um, like I have made my normative point earlier, but I would like to appeal to your prudence in case my appealing to your virtue is not working, dear listener. Um, if you think of yourself as a progressive, right, do understand that uh, all people are not coming to progressive attitudes from the same place and all people don't come from any kind of protest culture. So when you have a strike happening of people who are workers, by the way, these doctors are workers, they're not bourgeoisie. So people who are calling these doctors bourgeoisie have no idea what the word means. But when you have a section of privileged uh, middle class workers who are newly coming to the strike culture, for prudence sake, you should welcome them with open arms because that builds new solidarities. It's in your best interest to extend them solidarity. Because that's how you build bridges with different kinds of workers. You, all issues of all workers are relevant. If at that time you start the essentially the liberal version or the progressive version of what about Malda, that doesn't help anyone, least of all the marginalized. Right. And I would also so, say that because there is a, a sort of hangover of what we imagine as strikes, particularly, I think, uh, I would say my generation, I'm in, I was born in the 90s. So talking about, you know, people have this hangover that strikes belong in the license raj. It was used to, you know, cripple the economy and cripple productivity and so on. Excuse the ableistler. But, you know, it was basically used to hamper productivity and, and uh, affect the economy in negative ways. So the fact that strike culture has more for 
more for good or for bad at least is no longer as relevant i think it's is taken to be a good sign so there's also a lot of hostility towards the act of striking which is of course in and because we're leftists we see strikes sympathetically but for many people who don't identify with the left i think um the hating on strikes is is, is a very easy to do because they see it as you know oh remnant of the war to our, our non leftist listeners again you are not entitled to somebody's labor if a group of workers deem that their issues are not being listened they are perfectly right to collectively bargain for better rights by withdrawing their labor okay so okay so there's something that i like to add so in west bengal in particular uh there has been a lot of discussion like over the past few years that you know the strike culture the band culture etc has what has been responsible for west bengal's economic stagnation mm-hmm. and in general it has been the upper middle class etc who have been very very opposed to strikes and who have been opposed to bonds etc now that you are seeing that there is a certain section of a professional class which is on strike this i think is actually an opportunity for people to rethink this entire thing there have also been people who have been talking to patients etc who have also said who've actually held the government more responsible for the current situation than right. the doctors themselves Yes. Now the thing, of course, these are things that the media often does not project because the media has its own narrative, the government has its own narrative. But uh, that these perspectives still exist. One thing that I did observe among striking doctors and nurses is that many of them were not politicized in a certain way or were sort of apolitical. And what has happened is now when they're being asked questions like where were you know. If today you are striking, should be banned. Would you support a uh, strike amongst transportation workers? Would you support a strike amongst, for instance, uh, farmers, for that matter? And everyone is like, yes, of course we would. So I think there's a certain political consciousness that also develops with participating in forms of politics that involve protests and strikes. Um, I, I don't like the way the media is spinning this narrative now, paying attention to poor people who, who whose lives are either being lost or being sort of mishandled because apparently medical services are being cut. Um, the media is conveniently. presenting itself on the side of the poor i don't believe that the media or uh, public health officials on the higher end um are really invested in saving people's lives they are weaponizing these stories right now to really sort of um, hijack and in the strike um, and and to sort of shame the doctors into coming back into work so i feel like buying into those narratives is you know it's convenient to suddenly see poor people who get uh, who access public health care on the headlines of news which is very very rare and you know um is of course purely a matter of convenience point so i think media narrative and uh, suspicions and hostility towards strikes are an old old tactic by um, bourgeois and generally upper caste society i would say so being skeptical of the skept uh, the skeptics is something i would highly uh, on a final point although we have kind of hinted it at before that uh, the bjp has been trying to communalize it etc etc could you could you comrade promo like give us a few like solid instances of what happened with the bjp's attempt to appropriate this and ha- what happened to that Yeah, I like I said in the uh, preview. I think I mentioned this previously, but the BJP's attempts at appropriation of the movement in NRS and within West Bengal itself have completely failed. Um, it has failed in the sense that they were actually kicked out of the uh, general body meeting, where they were not allowed to speak. Many as per members of the BJP. Um, I see a lot of people, a lot of people saying that you know, since this is a protest against. the uh, state administration which is a non bjp state administration that somehow 
most definitely the bjp you know this will aid the bjp and so therefore you know this uh, either directly or indirectly is something that is to the bjp's advantage advantage at best at best they are saying that you know this kind of benefits the bjp inadvertently at worst they are openly saying it's a conspiracy by the bjp in spite of all the evidence that suggests to the contrary now here's the issue the thing is there are structure just as you know we are talking about stuff like casteism classism etc which are very very deep structural issues there are also issues that are addressed by these kind of protests and strikes which are immediate issues now these issues both the immediate issues and one deeper structural issues do not and will not disappear just with a change in government like it does not matter if it's a bjp run state or if it's a congress run state or if it's a cpi run state or if it's a trinomic these are very very uh, these are issues that often affect people across political lines does that now right. mean today we stop talking about we stop criticizing governments just because they're non bjp government and just because there's a threat that the bjp might come over prime come to power so i mean like this is a kind of thinking that basically sees the only aspect of politics as comes to power in a particular state or in the country and you know putting every single other issue on the back burner and that is a very cynical way of thinking about politics in general because ultimately a lot of politics is also about you know addressing these other issues and what happens is if you start saying that you know if you addressing these particular issues is basically playing for the bjp you are also legitimizing a discourse that basically legitimizes the bjp as the authentic yes. representatives of these kind of uh, movements etc and, and and that is very unfortunate like in the sense that when the striking doctors at nrs and other medical people in bengal have tried quite openly to challenge that it it just so happens that these naysayers and skeptics about the strike they are the ones who are legitimizing the bjp's narrative that it's bjp which is looking after the interest of the strikers and nothing could be more unfortunate than that because that's not true you're giving fuel basically for sanghis working on the ground yes. who are looking for a gap you know narrative where they can themselves as savers this is how they've infiltrated every state where the bjp is not in the, has not been in a majority is that they go in there they do a real politic where they figure out you know what population is being underserved by the ruling status quo and then they come in and they claim themselves to be the saviors so at this point the fact that the bjp has been kick, and sanghi activists trying to break into this uh, the doctor strike and trying to appropriate it for their own ends have been kicked out have been actually rejected as part of the narrative by the striking doctors i think at the end of the day we have to take it as a positive sign and then see that the the fact that you know uh, whether tmc or whoever is trying to uh, legitimize that the bjp is saying that this is a communal issue ends up actually feeding into the bjp's own self important posture so we have to reject that wholeheartedly it has grown to this extent precisely because there were legitimate issues of violence in uh, rural bengal etc where the trinomul had essentially run over the opposition and to the point that the uh, you know existing opposition the cpim and the congress could not do anything about it bjp stepped in and said that you know we have money we have power we can actually protect you against the trinomul and the thing is that if we cannot take a stance and you know address real issues that are happening in states that are uh, being run by the by by the by non bjp governments by, by non bjp parties then we are just as uh, comrade bella said we are going to be ending up you know legitimizing the bjp as the opposition okay now i think we should end today's episode um 
um, I think that all pragmatics aside, something very fundamental which the audience should take away from today's episode is that whenever it comes to the issue of class warfare, whenever it comes to the issue of something as basic as a bunch of workers striking, the question is which side are you on? And has there been an actual injustice which is being fought? And in this case, there has been. The, the demands are not unreasonable. In fact, as we have said, the demands are too limited and they should be expanded. Sure, just yes. increasing security will not help and we need more funding into medical, uh, public health care, etc., which will uh, sort of ease the pressure on the doctors and not have them be so much overworked, which they are. While I may understand that you may have genuine grievances about how the IMA acts and you may choose to remain silent, etc. But if you are like going to actively delegitimize a very legitimate strike uh, by very young people who are really not that privileged as people are making them out to be, then there is malice there, there is intellectual dishonesty there. That's yes. my stance. I mean, if they, they, these kids were that, they very well could have been in a private college rather than yeah, seriously. a government college. Final word goes to Comrade Pramod, as usual. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't actually have much to add. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I mean, like, you, you and Bella have really said what I wanted to say. Goodbye, everyone. Have a, uh, like... Have a good one until the next. Have a good one. And stand with the strike.